Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is David. Today, we will be discussing chronic pain syndromes, fibromyalgia, and myofascial pain syndrome. So let's do a quick review of fibromyalgia and myofascial pain syndrome. Both of them are chronic pain syndromes. So today, we will be discussing some significant differences between them as they are often confused and interchangeable. Individuals with fibromyalgia process nociceptive, nociceptive signals differently than those without fibromyalgia. Individuals with myofascial pain syndrome have localized changes in the muscles. Fibromyalgia, according to the American College of Rheumatology, is a chronic condition characterized by widespread pain that has lasted more than three months and that affects multiple body regions plus the axial skeleton. Some of the symptoms include 11 of 18 tender points at specific sites, non-restorative sleep and morning stiffness, no referred pain patterns. The pain will present muscular in origin and will be primarily reported in the scapula, head, neck, chest, and the low back. The pain can fluctuate between pain-free days and days with pain exacerbation. There's going to be no tight band of muscle and fatigue and waking, un waking unfreshed and subsequent diminished exercise tolerance is going to be present as well. Women are more affected than men, and the prevalence increases with age. Usually symptoms appear during early to middle adulthood and usually develop after trauma, such as a motor vehicle accident or a viral infection. There is a higher incidence of tendinitis, headaches, irritable bowel, temporal mandibular joint dysfunction, restless leg syndrome, mitral valve prolapse, anxiety, depression, and memory problems. Fibromyalgia is also aggravated by stresses such as emotional, physical, and environmental. It's very important to understand how to manage a patient with fibromyalgia. Activity pacing throughout the day is an important strategy in order to avoid fatigue. Aerobic exercise is recommended. Lower levels of any exercise is recommended by the American College of Sports Medicine for aerobic and strengthening in the initial stages. Following this, you will begin to slowly increase the activity. If the exercise leads to worsening of fibromyalgia symptoms, then reduce the intensity and encourage continued participation in the exercise. Some additional interventions include prescription medication, over-the-counter medication, cognitive behavior therapy, avoidance of stress factors, 
a decrease in alcohol and caffeine consumption, diet modification, and also manual therapy. So now let's move on to myofascial pain syndrome. This is defined as a chronic regional pain syndrome. The hallmark sign of myofascial pain syndrome includes muscle or myofascial trigger points with specific referred pain patterns, including sensory, motor, and autonomic symptoms. Some of these symptoms include painful trigger points in the muscle with a dull, achy, deep pain. The trigger points can be active, which is producing a classic pain pattern, or latent, which is asymptomatic and less palpated. There will also be increased pain when the muscles are put on stretch. They can also be associated with decreased range of motion and muscle tightness, as well as decreased muscle strength. One more important finding is that there will be no fatigue-related complaints. Again, remember, there will be no fatigue with myofascial pain syndrome. So the etiology of the trigger points are not completely understood. However, some causes have been identified. These causes include chronic overload of the muscles due to either tightness or repetitive activation of the muscles, acute overload of the muscles, which can occur following slipping and catching oneself, picking up an object that has an unexpected weight, or following a trauma, such as a motor vehicle accident, can also be due to poorly conditioned muscles, and finally, postural stresses, such as prolonged sitting, poor ergonomic work setups, leg length discrepancies, or poor body mechanics, which is very common. When treating a patient with myofascial pain syndrome, it is important to treat the underlying cause, which is chronic overload. To do this, you will have to correct faulty postures or poorly performed repetitive activities, such as poor lifting mechanics. Some other important treatment techniques that can be performed include trigger point release, PNF techniques such as contract relax, spray and stretch, dry needling, modalities, and muscle strengthening. So muscle strengthening should include a muscle endurance protocol using an exercise prescription, which is primarily focusing on the core and scapular stabilizing muscle groups. Patient education can include the importance of taking proper rest breaks during exercises or activities and proper ergonomic work setup. Now that you understand chronic pain syndromes, fibromyalgia, and myofascial pain syndrome, here is a quote from Vincent Van Gogh. If you hear a voice within you say, you cannot paint, then by all means, paint, and that voice will be silenced. Sometimes that self-doubt will appear, warriors, But stand up for yourself, stand up for your dream, and keep on pursuing it with everything that you got. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior. You will pass. Thank you very much for listening. For more information on the NPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also check out all of our social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.
Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.